Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, getting started with hour number three. Chad and Zay with you on this Tuesday. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier, and he has picked a beat out just for you and me. Zay, what do we have? This is Damo Genesis Instrumental Glory. Damo Genesis is a L.A. rapper, underground. Mm. Became very popular with Tyler, the creator, and Odd Future a little bit over a decade ago. Okay. Damo Genesis. It's a jam, yeah. He's a good rapper. Very uh, hypnotic. Yes. I like it. Yeah, he's a huge pothead. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Because I didn't get that. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. He's a huge pothead. Not at all. Yeah, sometimes that's another one of the things I love to do with music is certain songs, you just have a feeling of, there were a lot of drugs involved Oh, yeah, you could tell. Just a lot of drugs involved. You could tell. You almost want to give a little salute to the drugs. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Appreciate you. Appreciate you for that. Domo, Domo, Domo. Domo. Domo Genesis with a beat getting us started this hour. We're coming in a little late this hour because we were extending a discussion uh, about DK Metcalf and the video that is out there of this crazy-looking vertical leap, I'm going to say I think it was doctored a little bit. If it wasn't, he's just extra freaky DK Metcalf, and I'm worried about his knees because he it looks like he's falling out of a building when he comes back down. Uh, but he did get drug-tested after going to the NBA All-Star game, playing in the Celebrity game, yeah. and releasing the video. The NFL randomly, air quotes, drug-tested him. Yeah, if that is his real vertical... Pete Carroll needs to be fired immediately for not throwing the goal line fade whenever you enter the red zone every single time. (laughs) Every single time. Okay, Gino, what I want you to do here is turn and throw it to that suite. Do you see where that suite is right there, that one on the lower mezzanine level? Yeah, throw it into the window of that suite, and then DK just goes up the ladder. Yeah, Gino, this shouldn't be hard for you. I've seen you do it when you weren't trying. So now that you are trying, you should be good. Let's get the job done. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. All right, uh, lots of stuff out there uh, today. And, uh, yes, we've certainly hit basketball. we got Texas and Iowa State coming tonight. Can the Longhorns get win number? 22 and let's face it keep pace with kansas oh man way kansas is playing right now you got to keep pace you got to make that game at the end mean everything got to make it for all the marbles zay right now for you how many big 12 teams do you think end up with a one seed just one just going to be the one just one yeah so kansas it looks like it's them right now i mean even if texas wins out it's Big 12 championship in Kansas City, Big 12 tournament, I mean, that's going to be huge. They might have to beat Kansas twice yeah. if they want to get to that number one seed because Kansas, they lead the nation 
and quad one wins. 14, Chad. Oh, jeez. They got 14. Like everybody, everybody else is around. The next highest team has nine. Purdue. I keep hearing Baylor they, has nine. Texas has nine. I keep hearing they were in first place, but I didn't realize they were Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, that's what <laughs> separates. Yeah, that's what separates them. That's why if they win the yeah. Big Twelve, they're going to get a number one seed because man, just their schedule has been harder than everybody else's. So you're saying if they win, if certainly if they win out, they get a one. Texas, even if they were to win out, might, may not necessarily get a one. No. I think it's. I think Big Twelve tournament is going to be huge. Okay, I gotcha. I, they have a good chance. They put themselves in a good situation because they would have won the Big Twelve. But still, man, fourteen quad one wins. That's insane compared to everybody else. And they've played the most quad one games out of everybody. They've played nineteen of them. So they're fourteen and five when it comes to quad one victories. The Kansas Jayhawks and. The rest of their games and the rest of the season are probably quad one games anyway, so they're just going to keep on building their resume. They're looking at a number one overall seed, not just the number one seed in whatever ah, region yeah. they get in. They're looking at being the number one team in the nation, which is going to be hard because U of age, they don't play nobody. And they're back to number one. Yeah, they're back to number one. Number one in the AP. Yeah. yeah. They're looking to be one of those one seeds right now uh, as well. Texas still sitting on a two line right now in bracketology, if you're interested. Eight o'clock tip, 7.30 pregame here on the Horn. Speaking of basketball, in the flex segment, we talked about the games they saw last night. Buta Johnson advancing over Vandegrift. Somebody is reminding us that Stony Point and Buta Johnson could meet up in the third round Ooh. of the playoffs. Ooh. Give me some popcorn for that one, Chad. Hastings. Exactly. Buta Johnson is a team that Zay's seen a couple times already, and he's seen that Stony Point team up close, and they are nasty good. 29 and 1, or is it 30 and 1 now? Uh, they've only lost one game. It's <laughs> yeah. something like that. Right. And it's to a badass team in the Dallas area, a private team? Yeah. Isn't that right? A private school team? Uh, so, yeah, that, that's a good reminder there. Somebody else texted us. Oh, look, it's our man CB. Shout out to the great Chris Bennett. And, uh, and by the way, shout out to his family out there in the state of Washington. They have all gone through COVID lately. Hope oh, every, CB. Sorry hope to every, hear that. I hope everybody's doing well out there, CB, and you guys are getting your immunity figured out or whatever it is. Uh, hopefully everybody is doing well. Um, but he throws out the idea, back to our college football discussion, says bring Colorado back to the Big 12 and then add SMU. So he's looking for bring Dion and Colorado in. That would get you in your new version. That'd get you to 13, go SMU to 14. That would get you both sides of the skillet. TCU-SMU, Dallas-Fort Worth, bring in Colorado. What do you think, Zay? Is that a decent conference? Yeah, it's a decent conference. I don't... It's sad to say, but with Dion being in the Pac-12 now, they can't afford to have Colorado leave. They're going to try to do anything they can mm-hmm. to secure this TV deal and get everybody paid around that $30 million that we've been talking about that's been kind of spread out with everybody else in the Big 12 so that Colorado ain't even looking to go back. Right. No, I, I think I think it's a great idea, uh, and, and to me, back to the idea I threw out earlier. What if they went strong with instead of we might lose four, add four, add Boise, Fresno State, San Diego State, and then either like UNLV or Wyoming. Say you're going to add those four. By the way, if you pick UNLV, that's Vegas. Yeah. 
So I may go there for the for the just the market idea. UNLV, San Diego State, Fresno State, Boise State. Say you're going to add them all. There's certain things in each one of those ingredient-wise, whether it's the blue field and what Boise's done, UNLV gets you Vegas, Fresno State will throw some teams out there. San Diego State will give you teams in a lot of sports. San Diego State will show up in a lot of sports here they will. every once in a while. Yeah, they're always pretty good at basketball. We know baseball, they're good. Yeah. yeah La- last so. year they were a, a seven-win football team last year. But to me, that's what I would try. If I'm Klyovkov, I go with those four and say we're going to add. I go to my TV networks and say, hey, what's up? We can still... We can still mess around with uh, everything we've had. Mountains, you know, the mountain time zone and the Pacific time zone. Let's talk. And then hopefully that would calm Oregon and Washington down. Get them a deal where Oregon and Washington could say, okay, that's cool. We'll, we'll run this show with that kind of money. If you look at this Pete Thamel article, you know, he does a great job of breaking down all his articles and stuff. But with this one specifically, you know, Klik, uh, was it Klikov? Klyovkov. Klyovkov. Yeah. Ah, George Klyovkov. Yeah. It's a tough one. Woof. Yeah. Anyway. I had an uncle that almost died of Klyovkov, but he, he nipped it in the bud. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Your dad jokes, man. <laughs> That's so pretty sorry. good. I'm Thank not going to lie. That, that made me chuckle. That's Thank not you. bad. The last guy that had the job, Larry Scott, he really put the Pac-12 in a bind. Yeah, he did. He did not help them to where... The new guy in their new commish, that's why he's been struggling to find these deals due to the problems that Scott had. People don't want to go back and have to deal with those problems that they once dealt with. So now they're a little nervous to get back in business with the Pac-12, knowing what they saw all these previous years when things weren't going well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Scott did really bad on the TV contracts, it being too long. And, you know, I guess wherever they were written out their conference office was just way too big to for what they were doing, especially COVID hitting and stuff. So there, there's more to just USC and UCLA leaving. But see, that's the part of it where I think there's a natural connection here. USC and UCLA headed to the Big Ten, and the Big Ten is going to be uh, have a ton of – there's going to be a, a Fox presence to them still. Fox is still going to have some of that relationship. And they're also going to have the CBS deal. CBS is going to that 230 CBS slot in a few years is a Big Ten game. It's not going to be SEC anymore. Right. SEC's all moving to, to ESPN. To me, my question for Klyovkov and the, the Pac-12 guys are, can't you find common ground with Fox? Fox FS1, FS2, FX. We're seeing the XFL throw some games on FX right now. Put that because you know the two conferences are supposed to have a relationship with the Rose Bowl, right? And you're about to have legendary Pac 12 teams in the Big Ten. So you're going to have a game like Ohio State at USC is now a Big Ten game. But you still have some games with that Western feel to it the Oregons and Cal and Stanford and all that stuff. Can't you talk to them and find those relationships and say, well, wait a minute, Fox and that crew, they dig the Big Ten. We've still got footprints out here in the West. So wouldn't, I mean, to me, Fox just feels natural for that. Let ESPN deal with all the stuff they have, South, East, whatever. To me, it's a, they, I think Fox is the one that makes the most sense. They have multiple networks to deal with. You still have that Pac-12 network that they haven't really figured out in a big way, but you got that to use if you want. 
plus all the Fox stuff I just mentioned, yeah. to me, that's, that is a natural for them to go to. That's where I think they should end up. But some of Fox's heavy hitters are now Big Ten guys. Like Matt Liner and Reggie Bush used to be Pac-12, but now they're Big Ten guys. Yeah. USC is. And you got but, Urban Meyer being the Big Ten guy and stuff like that. But you still have those connections is what I'm – you still have a connection in a You're way. Still, yeah. Right? There's still guys that feel Barely. like they're connected. So I, could you – and I'm not trying to say you're grabbing coattails here, but at least staying connected – to that conference. This is what I would tell all the smaller conferences. Anything y'all can do to make yourself feel somewhat aligned with either the Big Ten or the SEC, you should do that. Like, the 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 Pac-12 should try as hard as they can to keep that Rose Bowl relationship going and use it. The Big 12 should keep their relationship with the SEC and use it. The relationship they have with the Sugar Bowl that nobody ever talks about, where they the conferences have agreed to split all the money. It's the only bowl that's like that. They've been in bed together for a while. You need to use that stuff. Don't let it go away. Keep using your relationships with those big, big dogs. And that, to me, is how you stay alive. At the Big 12's got their deal already. I think they get to stay alive. Yeah. Now the Pac-12's got to figure this out. I'd say add those four. The Big 12 added Cincinnati, UCF, BYU, and Houston, and they just got $30 million a team. Yeah. You're telling me if the Pac-12 said Boise, Fresno, San Diego State, UNLV, you're telling me that the networks would laugh at them. I don't think they would. I think those 14 teams would still matter. I just do. But what would that look like on Amazon, though? Well, uh, With Amazon being what it is, we know Bezos getting that paper, richest man in the world. It can't be straight stream, though. That's that's the thing. And that's where the Pac-12 people are a little nervous. That's and where you go. The schools are like, yeah. we can't be straight streaming because streaming for an 11 p.m. game, Eastern, when no. it's really 8 o'clock, hell no. No, you can't do it that way. That's where you have to find those relationships we talked about from the Thursday night NFL games. Can you also have – do you have a relationship with a CBS? Can you throw those games off? Can CBS have a, you know, a midday game in the Big Ten and then on those weekends where there's not a Big Ten game being hosted by USC or UCLA, throw a CBS game on late and let them have one of those, a mountain time or whatever. Colorado is playing – Whatever it is, Colorado and Cal, Oregon and somebody, Washington and somebody, whatever yeah. it is. Would, would there be a network like CBS that would be interested? Or again, back to the Fox family, that would be interested in that while, the, while ESPN is dealing with all the SEC stuff? That'd be my question. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That uh, sounds brutal, man. Uh, uh, just Pac-12 after dark. That just has a bad feel to it at this point. After dark and buffering yeah. would be even worse. It just good grief, man. The answer no though, the answer can't be Amazon. It can't. They've got to figure something else out that is more more locked in. I get that the Pac twelve is sometimes has been seen as new, different, innovative and Silicon Valley and all that. You can't go that far. You can't go that far. You gotta give people a television to go to. You gotta give me. I'm just a I'm I'm kind of an, a mid-range example. I'm 48 years old, not the biggest tech guy. I'll do it from time to time. I, I got some of it. I can make my phone work, and I can do some of that stuff. I can find your networks and your streams, but, dude, I do not want to. Yeah. I don't. Oh, think about the Longhorn fans 
when we go to the SEC, we, Longhorn Network won't be the same. Just won't. Like the games that we see up there, right. might, that might be a little different, and folks are going to have a hard time adjusting to that. That's so a, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yep. No, I that, get people don't like change. And that's a whole other discussion where I actually think that's going to be an advantage, hopefully, for Texas moving forward. Uh, is And maybe the SEC is, does that get them a whole other network? Are they going to take that Longhorn network? I would make it an SEC West network. And then have an SEC West and an SEC East network. And that way everybody knows, if you want to see special programming about Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, etc., you go to that network. If you want to see stuff on Bama, Florida, and Georgia, you go over here. And then when the season cranks up, they've got both those networks plus the alternate. Yeah. And they can put it they can put just about and then That's a good idea. And then every damn game you'd want is on and Texas fans get to enjoy what Aggie fans have been enjoying for a few years. Oklahoma fans are going to lose their mind when they realize they don't have to pay pay-per-view anymore. They've been doing pay-per-views these last few years and getting <laughs> getting banished. They're going to show up in the SEC and realize, wait a minute, we're playing a garbage non-conference and you guys are going to put it on a television network? Yeah, that's how it works. Welcome to the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, We're going to put everybody on. Have you not been paying attention? When LSU plays nobody, we put it on television. Just like Florida, just like everybody. Everybody's on. Yeah. That's the way it's going to work. Everybody eats. Will everybody eat in the Pac-12? That is the question. And who are those teams in the Pac-12 moving forward? Maybe we're just a few weeks away from finding out. Pac-12 looking for scraps. Ooh, the Pac-12. They were. Hey, they talked to SMU, whatever that means. <laughs> we're not trying to dog SMU out today. We're just trying to give you the facts. Scraps. SMU is a team that is currently in the AAC. They're in the current AC. Would they end up in the Pac-12 or Pac-whatever-it's-going-to-be? We will see. Keep your eyes on college football, as we always do. Up next, Why Today Matters, February the 21st. We'll hit a couple big birthdays for you uh, and get you set for tonight. we got Texas basketball and baseball for you. We'll tell you when and where on the horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some good humility in this song so far. <laughs> good humility. I like. Uh, I like that. Just you know, keep it. Just keeping it real. Just keeping it real. Keeping it humble on a Tuesday. Do I have any shot here, Zay? Ah, uh, nah. All right. Who Probably is not. Who is it? Jim Jones. Hmm. We fly high. A classic. I love the G four reference early on. Ballin'. <laughs> Yo, everybody was saying balling back then. Like people that have never touched a basketball in their life. 
were going bowling and shooting their form. They would have to. People do- are doing that Bucky Gobble form where you shoot two hands. Uh, they don't even know. They're like bowling. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you? Wait, could you just say balling? No, you have to shoot it too. You have to have that. Yeah, if you don't. Okay. Show the form when you say balling, then what's the point of saying it? Ah, uh, I see. You can't just be – I mean, he's talking about flying on a plane and being cool. That can't just be balling by itself. Man, he's balling. Well, yeah, but in the video, they're like – they're doing the form. Yeah. They're showing you the release. And when you are the rapper and you've achieved that status and you are in the G4, you want somebody like me talking about you because that gets you over the top. But he's balling. I mean, he's balling, right? Come on. <laughs> oh man, Jim I love it. Jones! What a basic name, too. That's uh, in a world that has unique names in the music world. Sometimes that's what makes you stand out is when you go ordinary. Yeah, wanna, just simple. I want to say Jim Jones was a famous drug kingpin back in the '60s. I believe Al Capone type stuff. Wasn't the guy? Wasn't the uh, wasn't the cult leader Jim Jones? The guy with the Kool Aid? Isn't that Jim Jones? The one who had the cult and got everybody at the end to drink the poison oh, Kool-Aid wow. and killed them all? I hope not. I, I hope that's not who he took the name from. Oh, I would hope. Well, I don't know. But I think that guy, I think that was Jim Jones. Yikes. It's a very basic name. There have been a yeah. few Jim Joneses over the years, yeah. but I had not heard of the one in the rap world. Jim Jones, the Jaggers, to keep that J vibe going, the Cure, Bananarama, and Driving and Crying have all been on the show today. Hope you are having a good Tuesday. We also had a nice, let me see if I can do this, Domo Genesis beat. Yeah. There we go. You're right. Come on. To start the hour, uh, we've been talking college football today and the future of college football. Pac-12 seems to be up next with what happens. We'll continue that discussion this week. Also, um, there's not a ton of discussion about the ACC because the ACC does have like a 700-year agreement with their teams, apparently. 2036. That's bonkers. It's a long time. Yeah, everybody's been talking about all these things that align that contracts are coming to an end kind of all at the same time. Yeah. Not the ACCs. Yeah. You it's better still, not try to get out either. It's no. going to cost you $100 million. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I love their exit strategy. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant stuff. Yeah. The ACC. Florida State, Miami, y'all stuck. Yeah. Those, those were their big ones I think they were worried about. Mm-hmm. They might have been worried about the North Carolina and Duke basketball brands trying to go away. Yeah. They locked them all down. Yeah, okay. You got to pay us. Yeah, it'd be a hundred mil, and we get your. I think it's that they get your third tier rights forever, or like the next twenty years or something. Yeah, yo, in basketball, I know Carolina and Duke are what they usually are. Both of those teams made it to the Final Four last year, and they definitely underachieve. But Virginia, Miami, North Carolina State, watch out for them. Yeah, watch out for them. Those are some teams that could upset a lot of other teams in the tournament that you might not have been paying much attention to this year. ACC, even though Carolina and Duke aren't those teams, AC still, ACC still all right in basketball. Yeah, Virginia got that title against. They beat Texas Tech, right? Was that Virginia that beat them? Yes. In the title game. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah with uh, Tony, Tony Bennett. Bennett. Uh, all right. So a lot of, lot of stuff on the board there. Future of college football, college basketball tonight. Texas and Iowa State, 8 o'clock right here on the Horn, 730 pregame. If you are a Texas fan and you want to watch weirdness, 
Weirdness is Rick Barnes at A&M, 6 o'clock. So you can do a little preview if you want. That game is tonight, and uh, we've decided that if you are a Texas fan, you're probably rooting for Rick Barnes tonight because since Tennessee's on your schedule, you want your RPI and your ranking to be as high as possible. And Tennessee, as Zay pointed out earlier, after losing the games they've lost lately, probably not a danger to take a two-seed from you. No. So you probably need to uh, to have the Vols get a nice road win there tonight in College Station. So all that's going on on the hardwood, out on the diamond. It's Texas and A&M Corpus Christi this afternoon at 5, 445 pregame. It is on 1260 and 1019. And, of course, you can hear everything on the app. If you go at the Horn Austin in your app store, just make that extra click when you go to the Horn. Click on Longhorns, and then you can click on whichever sport you want to listen to, uh, the uh, men's basketball game or baseball all right uh, let's get into a little why today matters february 21st kids here we go why today matters brought to you by sinus and snoring specialist get sinus and snoring relief with dr daniel slaughter at sinus and snoring specialist 512-601-0303 or sinus snoring all right february 21st i did mention earlier this is the anniversary of the day i met my wife so if you're going on your first date tonight good luck uh maybe it, you never know you never know. It could end up being a, a long-term deal. It's also one of my daughter's friend's birthdays today, so shout-out to Brian. He's got a birthday today, February 21st. Um, we've also got Zay, a couple of nerd birthdays. C-3PO's birthday is today. <laughs> the man who played C-3PO, Anthony, right. Anthony Daniels, 77. And Alan Rickman, depending on which level of nerd you are. If you're a Harry Potter nerd, he's in Harry Potter. If you're a diehard nerd... Then he's Hans Gruber, the guy who got thrown out of the window. Oh, spoiler alert. I'm sorry if you haven't, yeah. seen, you haven't seen the original Die Hard. Alan Rickman is 77 years old today as well. Who is he in Harry Potter? He is, let me see if I get it right, Harry Potter freaks. I believe he's Professor Snape. No? Yes, yes, yes. Professor Snape in Harry Potter. Oh, in the big-ass black coat. Correct. Big black coat, around. black hair. Yeah. Looks real mysterious. Says mysterious things. Yeah. My wife's been trying to get me in the... Harry Potter for the longest time. I've been trying. I've seen the first two. Yeah. I've seen the first two movies. They haven't got me past that yet. Like the fact that Ron and Harry haven't tried anything with Hermione, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> like, come on. There there can't just be this non-sexual tension with you three. Hey, no spoiler alerts, but, you know, later on. Oh? Yeah. Okay. Later on. Okay. Now let's just get, you know. Later on, I'm told that some things develop. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Now let's just get, you know, Harry to go rated R, and now we got something. Things develop later in a in a part of that triangle you're discussing. Yo, yeah, love me some Emma Watson. Let her get down. She could act. She's so good looking, man. She could act. Let her get down. Yep. Does a very, very good job. Yeah. So they remember they got like seven or eight of those movies. So you have a ways to go if you want. Oh, good grief. Dude, and they go over a 11, 12 year period. I mean, you literally get to see those kids grow up. I mean, when, when I think when Radcliffe started, he was 11. So, but he basically, yeah, goes, they're like my age. It goes from 11 into their 20s. I mean, you see them grow up, like up into college age during those movies. Wow. Crazy. Harry. Crazy. Ron. <laughs> Ron Weasley. Oh, they do love them. They do love them. The people that love Harry Potter even love Harry Potter after they canceled the author. 
That's how much they love that stuff. They canceled her, so now they'll tell you they don't JK, like her. J.K., what's her name? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. But they're not getting rid of those movies. They're, ne- they're never going to stop watching those movies and reading those books. Oh, it's a huge cult following. When my woman, who doesn't give a damn about video games, is talking about, like, hey, there's a Harry Potter game that my friends have been talking about and stuff like that, maybe we should get it, which we're definitely not going to get. Cause, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I know she's not going to play it, and I mm-hmm. damn sure ain't going to play it. But still, she's talking about that. It's serious. The one thing I do love about Harry Potter is uh, it does it did it has gotten a lot of people to read more than they would have read, and to read books that thick, those things are really really thick. See, that's why I couldn't get into it. And I don't read enough, so it's like my daughter. Uh-huh. Harry Potter is one of the reasons my daughter reads so much right now. She uh-huh. got that from my dad and all these other. My wife is a big reader as well. I w- I need to read more, uh, and I wish I had been more of a reader. Um, Harry Potter's done that. My literate need riddling ass. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. So you were probably watching more TV. Yep. Which brings us to these two birthdays of good looking ladies today. Jennifer Love Hewitt is forty four. <sighs> Incredible. Incredible. Man. Love Jennifer Love Hewitt. Texas girl, by the way. For real? Born around Waco. Born to some hippies who literally named her Love. Uh, that's her name. And, um, yes, it, so born and raised in Texas and uh, obviously success in all kinds of movies, TV, and everything. Also, Sophie Turner is 27 today for those Game of Thrones fans. Oh. She was Sansa Stark. Okay. She is married to a Jonas brother today. Really? She and Which... Joe, I believe, are married. Ah. I think I have my Jonas's straight on that. I'm only picturing Nick. Each Jonas, this will shock you, each Jonas is married to an attractive woman. I know that's surprising. <laughs> Because they're because they're all so ugly and not successful. Yeah, those guys are Disney legends. My God, yo, back to Jennifer Love Hewitt a little yeah. bit. She was so fine. They were just trying to make up reasons to know what she did last summer. <laughs> yes, like that's how fine she was. She probably did nothing in the two next summers after the Brandy one, Makai Pfeiffer, which you know that's Mekhi the last Pfeiffer. one I saw. That's the last one there was. She is so she was so attractive to me back then. I saw those two movies in the theater, and I hate scary movies. Yo, I still went and saw them. Yo, just watching her and Brandy run around—that's good stuff. Her and Brandy in part two. Part one, remember, was her and uh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who was the dude in that? Heartthrob. Don't, don't remember. Gosh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Don't know. Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, yeah, you're Freddie right. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Yeah. He right. had a good run. Yeah. If you like looking at good looking people, those movies were helping you out. Yeah. An hour and a half of looking at good looking people. Yeah. No doubt. Getting chased by a dude with hook. <laughs> dude with ice hook. Or for where I came from, that was a hay hook. We used those for hay back yeah. in the day. You used it to hook the, hook the hay. They were, they were hooking ice and fish and stuff with it up there in the Northeast. All right. There's some why today matters. One other quick item for you it is National Pancake Day. So if you're over at IHOP or somewhere, see if they got a deal on pancakes today. Zay, pancakes or waffles? Oh, man. I like both. I like both. I'm a huge pancakes, waffles, French toast guy. It just depends on the mood and depends on the place. I'm a pancake guy over all else. I'll do a good waffle. I'll do French toast occasionally, but I love pancakes. Really? Oh, yeah. Love pancakes. Favorite pancake to get in town? Ooh. um, Do we still have... A uh, Magnolia Cafe, because the one the one's gone on Lake Austin. Is there still one somewhere? Because Magnolia Cafe had my favorite pancakes. The one on Congress ain't there no more either. Yeah, dude, that's so Damn. sad. 
Mag- is that it? Magnolia was the one. Now they have one of those chicken 22 places over there. Or right. Whatever. That Magnolia was- had a good spot. You know who has an underrated, really good pancake? Hmm. Dan's. Oh, I've never had pancakes at Dan's. Don't sleep on Dan's breakfast. Okay. Don't ever sleep on Dan's breakfast. You know what? I've never been to Dan's for breakfast. Yo, Chad. Okay. All right. Breakfast tacos, crazy. Okay. Pancake platter, crazy. You get a little biscuits and gravy there, too. Yeah, Dan's, they hold it down. Dan's for breakfast. All right. That and Jim's. Jim's oh, has some good pancakes, too. I do love Jim's. Jim's <laughs> slams. Solid pancake and a really good waffle. That waffle with Jim's <laughs> head as like the where you could put the you could put like about a quart of syrup inside Jim's face. Yeah. Where they stamp it on the waffle. So good. Shout out to Jim's. Uh, that's a great place, too. All right. Uh, stems and seeds before we get out of here. Coming up, Texas baseball and basketball for you uh, across the Austin Radio Network and here on the Horn. We'll get you all set up for that and see if we can find you a couple news and notes before we are done. This is the Horn. All right, just about to wrap it up on a Tuesday. I think I got this one. This is one of the guys I'm looking forward to in Fast 10, right, Ludacris? He ain't dead yet. No, no, no. How dare you? They would never kill. What's his character's name? Tyrese is Roman. He is... Yeah, wrong black dude. Te- Tej. Tej is his name in the movies. Tyrese is alive too? Oh, yeah. Roman's a great character. I love him. Love him. That's a great casting. He and Paul Walker ran a second movie. Yeah. They brought him back around. Then we just turned into this super ensemble. It's turned into like an Avengers movie every time they get them together. They're just adding actors. Who else do we know? Are they available? Yes. Get them to the set. Put them in a car. Yeah. Awesome. I hate LL Cool J in there somewhere. It's just like the it's just like the Eagles and Giants for me as a Cowboys fan right now. I almost hate myself for how much I love that stuff. I love the culture of those two teams. They feel real to me, especially the Eagles, obviously. And I almost hate how much I like the Fast and Furious movies now. Uh, Ludacris, Jim Jones, The Jaggers, The Cure, Bananarama, and Driving and Crying all have been a part of the show, along with that great Damo Genesis beat that we had to start the hour. Uh, Chad and Zay with you. On a Tuesday. Before we get into stems and seeds, let me remind you once again about Underdog Fantasy. Easiest place to play fantasy sports. Yes, pro football is done, but you got all kinds of options out there. NBA about to crank up for the second half. They've got all kinds of stuff. If you love soccer, hockey, esports, they have all kinds of different options. And if you build that pick'em game up, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game. Just pick whether your favorite player is going to have a higher or lower stat total in that game for your chance to win big. You get them all right, and you win. Pick between two and five players to build that pick'em entry. Be sure to check out the pick insurance option. Check out those rivals picks. That might be a way to go. It's so easy to do. You get it put on your phone. You're watching along as the uh, games are going on. It's fantastic. Sign up today with the promo code HORN. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with my promo code HORN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. 
$100. Must be 18 or over and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Fastest growing fantasy app in the industry is Underdog Fantasy. All right, let's uh, go stems and seeds here. Before we get out of here, we'll hit you with uh, a little NFL news. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. So I didn't realize this, Zay. The NFL didn't send us a memo, but apparently Derek Carr now has a new spokesperson. Did you see this story? I have not. His brother, David former NFL quarterback, discussed... Number one pick. Discussed, true, discussed his recent visits with NFL teams during an interview on NFL Network. Uh, He says, quote, he really only has the Saints, the Raiders, and the Jets to compare with those three places, so he wants to do his due diligence and and see as many places as he can to get a feel for what's best for him. Says it's honestly going to be a long process. So spent multiple days with the Saints... And, of course, the Jets have expressed interest. And, of course, he's been with the Raiders, and they ultimately released him. So Jets and Saints, and then we'll just see where the process goes. Yeah, it's a long process because a big just shift on where he could go depends on where Aaron Rodgers is going to go. So if you're the Jets or somebody, you ain't going to promise Derek Carr anything or even look his way until you know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Because we obviously know who's the better quarterback there. So with whatever Aaron Rodgers does, once that happens, then the Derek Carr thing's going to start rolling. He's the backup prom date. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. Got to keep him on the line. For sure. Until you know for sure whether choice A wants to go. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hell, they were talking about these NBA players at the All-Star game being butthurt for being selected last in that little playground-style pick'em games. And Kevin Durant, he made a great point. It's like it's like being the brokest millionaire. Are you serious? Yeah. You shouldn't give a damn about that. I'm glad Durant said that. Yeah. Good point by That's KD. Good, yeah. If you're Derek Carr, then you can't be salty about other people wanting Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Is what it is, bro. I like the fact that Nikola Jokic just started walking over to LeBron's side. He didn't even let LeBron pick him. So He just walked right over there. Mike Malone, his head coach for the Denver Nuggets, who was also the head coach for the LeBron team in the All-Star game, he claimed that the Joker didn't know that Laurie Markkinen was still up there. Really? Like, bro. Oh, he thought he was all that was left? You probably have the best IQ in the league Come. after LeBron. And you didn't have any awareness that Lowry Marketing was there. Joker, I've seen your peripheral, brah. You're <laughs> you knew you knew he was there. You knew something was behind you 30 feet, dude. Yeah, I know you. You knew. You knew. Come on. Also, this one out of the NFL. Jim Caldwell now says he's probably done as a head coach. He is with Carolina as a senior assistant. He says, um, I'm not worried about the future or anything else. I don't plan on being a head coach from this point forward. Caldwell is now. Now 68 years old, fired by the Lions in 2017. So Jim Caldwell has now gone from being a retread to now probably not going to be a head coach in his mind. So there I you mean, go. yeah, obviously he's comfortable with that. So 
Yeah, and he certainly had a decent. Uh, he's had a decent time as a coach, but uh, apparently he's done a few interviews, five or six since then, and he has not been able to get a job. But he is going to help out the Carolina Panthers at least this season. All right, uh, coming up, it is Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Hards. They're down in Buda. Go see them at Mud Bugs. Have a little Mardi Gras celebration down there. Texas baseball at five on one hundred one nine and twelve sixty. Texas basketball at eight right here on the Horn. Have a good night. Cheers.